Hello, everybody, and welcome to Reheated, the Leftovers podcast. I am your host, Mike Marbeck, and we got a bunch tonight, so uh, start introducing yourself. Going around to the right. David Danella. Quentin J. Alexander. Jolie Darrow. Rob Alessiani. Sean Landis. Cool. Uh, so for first impressions, we can open that up, but also say, uh, I guess, a little bit how it compares to what you think would happen. Like, how it, how it lines up in general okay. with uh, what you thought might happen. Rob I thought, or Jolie, go ahead. I thought it was bonkers. Uh, I thought it was awesome, but it also was a little bit too neat for my mm. taste. Uh, it ended in a way that I didn't think would tie everything together. Like, in my mind, I wanted it to be tied together, but then when I got it, it felt too clean. I would uh, agree with that. I'll jump on there. Um, yeah, it felt... It felt too neat. Uh, it yeah. felt almost, if in fact this ending was reality, because this show, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> then it felt as if it was, we may not have another season. Yeah. yeah. And very season finale-y. They're yeah. not picked up yet, it, right? It, it sort of like worked out in a way where it was like, oh, it worked out for everyone, like both sides of it, like Guilty Remnant, the those Burning Man guys... <laughs> Um, Alf. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, like, I'm out David Danella had a physical freakout. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm just, I'm just picturing the family that lives next door to the Garveys that is in absolute shambles right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're saying everything worked out for this particular family. That's the end of that tale. Yeah. <laughs> no more Murphy talk. <laughs> I'm just imagining going back, like, the way that it kept going back to the first episode, and we're gonna, next season, we're just gonna relive all of those days we saw this season, but with one extra family added into the mix, yeah. like, one, like, <laughs> extra that, like, we the flashed on paper twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Blurs. yeah, we follow the woman in the wedding dress. <laughs> uh, Sean? Um, so, first off, I'd just like to point out that Rob had a poll at the beginning of the episode, and Rob and I were the only one who nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, true. We called it. Which was no, no bomb. No bomb. No bomb. Fake no bomb. bomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, I am amazed that they did, in my mind, uh, a justifying thing in having an entire episode set in that goddamn dream hotel. Yeah, I feel like it was very emotionally satisfying for the return to that yeah. and the thematic elements. Of yeah. This yeah, yeah, Unbelievable. I, I, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, I felt like we, I, I loved, the, I loved the episode. Um, I want to see this come back for season three. I just checked, and it is not renewed as of right now. The hashtag is hashtag renew the leftovers. Reheat them. Um, Let's get that one going. <laughs> <laughs> Reheat them leftovers. Um, I I am a, I'm just a little disappointed because like I we had predictions last week and I think not that we I think we said like here's how this could go and I think one of the one of the actual things we said was the three girls are going to stand on that bridge in in uh, guilty remnant garb and and everyone's going to have to kind of bear witness that they're part of it now. Um, I'm mad that that exact thing happened. I'm mad that we were even able to come up with one scenario that 
actually happen. I I, I wanted like us to come up with a bunch of scenarios and then them to throw us something that we never saw. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, I don't think anything happened that wasn't like the return to the hotel was was kind of like oh snap, but that had a very quick resolution, mm-hmm. uh, a very emotionally profound resolution. Mm-hmm. I I thought that was a very well acted scene. Um, him singing that karaoke. Um. And then the ending, yeah, it definitely felt like this might be the last episode of this show ever. We better, we better leave it closed but open a crack. Yeah, you know, one of the biggest moments for me um, that we—it was one of my locks from season one didn't happen, so we carried it over to season two. Oh, did, did and, you explicitly carry it over? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's uh, <laughs> we did <laughs> look at the tape like we never do. Uh, and that is uh, Mary. Yeah. yeah, Mary, Mary, for oh, real yeah. coming White back. Contrary. Yeah. Here's a, Good. Go for it. Sorry. Uh, here's something I just thought of that I find interesting. It was a big reversal with the Murphys. Like at the beginning of season two, you start with the Garvey sort of in shambles, uh, and the Murphys, this like beautiful nuclear family, mm-hmm. uh, nuclear, nuclear family, nuclear, <laughs> nuclear, and uh, now we have this real like. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> and Seinfeld was just even Steven the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, now we have this like switch of uh, what these families are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as for me, uh, I thought this, um, n- like looking back in this season in hindsight, first of all, I'm surprised that uh, they went full magic and I'm still like, okay, I'll take it. Um, but... Uh, I don't know, I'm emotional, maybe I'll find by season three, episode two, I'm like, bullshit again. Um, but what I enjoy is, like, if you think about, like, how uh, the first season was being based off source material, and actually, I will actually go back to the first season and say that the resolution of that season also felt like everything was nice, like, was in a nice place. Yeah. Um, and then they, and again, like, it's where you choose to end, right? Because mm-hmm. they go to the very next day and things aren't great immediately again. Yeah. Um, so, like, do not, like, I don't see this, I don't see the end of that episode and think, oh, cool, everything's solved. Oh, no. Again. no. Oh, no, not um, at all. And, um, for now, it's pretty great. Yeah, but for me, like, right now, like, seeing what this, I feel like season two really, uh, because it's completely new material, uh, it gets it much is a much better definition of what this show is, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I feel like I'm on the, like I feel like I'm almost ready to name what it is, and I feel like I won't know until if, until if season three happens. But I also feel like uh, I personally don't feel like this show has been resolved, um, and I'm not even talking about the magic stuff. Uh, I, I feel like there's just like um, in terms of like some of the larger themes of the show I feel like those have not been resolved and maybe and uh, maybe they never do get resolved because how can they yeah. I thought that my favorite part of this whole episode was Regina King uh, yelling at Evie yeah I thought mm-hmm. that was so dope like in silence she, in, I just good. got through yeah got through to like that to me was every kid who try to take a stand against their parent when they're like a teenager and their parent like cut them to the core and they're trying to keep a they're kind of trying to keep a brave face but they're like tearing and all they want to do is like hug their mom and say they're sorry I don't know maybe that it felt very like that ratcheted up to the next level um, I could identify with 
every character in that. Well, I'm not a parent, but uh, I recognized every every part of that, and I think pretty universal. Mm-hmm. Jolie, I know. I just I felt so much for the parents. Like I feel like it's so awful. Like. No, I don't have words. Never mind. I'm not even going to try. Well, I'll, I'll put some... I'll, I'll try to put some words. <laughs> David has some words. Um, so, uh, I... Um, one of the uh, I, the most profound things that... Uh, that I, and he's actually done it a couple times, but um, sometimes Joe Biden will go speak to, like, grieving families. And um, one of the things that he talks about frequently, one of the stories he always tells, is how um, right after his uh, wife and, I believe, daughter died yeah. the thing that kept him going was this idea that his two remaining children his two sons they really needed him and that he had to be strong and he had to be uh together because his sons needed him um and he said that very soon he started to realize that it was actually the opposite um that he needed his sons that he needed them way more than they needed him. His sons kind of just like they got on with, like they, they moved on and and he found himself needing them. Um, and it's, it's ever since I heard that and I, it just occurred to me, you know, and like, this is just like the selfishness of like being a kid. That's like solely like, I'm, I'm an, I'm an adult now, but I'm saying like going from somebody who's like, you know, a teenager and now in my mid twenties, um, it never occurred to me for a long time that like my parents need me, you know, not, not like they, not that you're like your parents like need you, but like that, like emotionally, like you matter to your parents on a level that you probably can't totally comprehend. Um, so yeah, seeing, um, I, I like seeing that, that scene with Evie and, and the mother and in the father too. It's like, you really feel that like that you're reminded that like, that like this, this thing like this this relationship it's not a two-way street and even though the um we're so used to looking at it from this perspective of uh, a child needing their parents and the parents kind of their relationship to a kid being um kind of one of almost not quite ownership but almost like that it's it really goes both ways i'll jump i'll piggyback off of that and you see it again with when nora loses the baby right you see that exact same thing like yeah, the baby obviously needs Nora to protect her, but Nora is holding on to that baby, like, as a symbol. Like, this is my child, this is, like, the... And they basically say it flat out in the radio program, mm-hmm. like, uh, how much a child, the children mean to the parents when, they're, when they've disappeared. So uh, Lily is, like, that symbol to Nora. Yeah, and that moment, uh, in all of this, both seasons, that might have been the most tight my stomach mm-hmm. yeah. has has been watching this show, that baby on the bridge. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Thank at least somebody did. Oh Rob uh, just stares at my stomach yeah. during the program. Yeah, I, have I, no idea who, I have no idea what any character looks like in yeah. this program. It's basically a radio drama to me. Shirtless, so uh, Rob gets a good idea of how I'm feeling. Um, all right, so we're ready to, ready to dive in. Leftovers, okay. number 10. This is it. Uh, and it was titled, I Live Here Now. Uh, we open up on uh, the three girls. I'm gonna just going to paint the picture. <laughs> uh, Faded. Yeah. Three girls. Exterior. Yeah. Day. 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 Day.
we have the three girls. They're pulling up, and we're they're just reshowing this footage. Like I think Jolie, you said during the show, like wow, they're getting a lot of mileage out of these first few yeah. first few scenes, um, and they're they're driving off uh, with music blasting, and Evie just reaches over, turns it off. Uh, and one of the other girls, uh, I don't remember either of their oh, names. Yeah, the, the um, driver. The driver. Driver. Uh, driver girl. Mini driver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she starts crying. Evie wipes some tears away and writes, don't. Wipe them tears. Writes Dante. <laughs> writes donuts. Donut. Um, Could I will, you not? I will say I would have been, as I was watching this, like, I would have been satisfied. They could have cut out two minutes of that for, for me personally. Like, I knew... As soon as we saw Evie last week dressed in uh, Guilty Remnant uh, garb, I I knew exactly what that scene in the car was. I didn't need to see it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought I it was all right. I disagree. Yeah. I didn't need to see it. It was nice to see. Mm-hmm. It's also fun to see the power dynamic that yeah. Evie's the leader of the trio. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, okay, squad, <laughs> squad captain. It's okay, Joel. <laughs> Sorry um, for the pile on. Uh, <laughs> so we see them setting everything up. Uh, going through every little detail, leaving the phone, uh, the, leaving the phone there, turning the radio on, um, uh, and one other thing that we didn't see right until until this episode yeah. is that uh, Kevin's there yeah. uh, and he sees everything and just kind of locks eyes with. Uh, it, it reminded me so much of an early episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer is going to go kill himself and he. He, uh, walk, I forget what circumstances. I think it might have been season one, where, like, they were kind of doing weirder stuff, and, and he's, he's he's got a boulder attached to a rope, and he's like, there's this older family that lives next to him, he's walking by, and he's like, what's, this, what's the Simpson, what's the Simpson guy doing? He's like, he's taking his boulder for a walk. <laughs> and he's, like, walking to the, the lake to throw it in. It just seemed like that kind of, that look between him and the girls, and the girls were kind of like, yeah. And it was like, it's cool, I'm just jumping in. Jig is up. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, like, oh, all right, that worked out about as well as uh, it could have. It's uh, one less loose end that we have to tie up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick uh, quick pause there to, like, did that just happen? Yeah, that just happened. Okay, he's done. Uh, we're out of here. Uh, and great. then earthquake. Yeah, great timing, huh, with yeah. that earthquake? To, yeah. That's... Yep. Um, then we cut to Kevin crawling out um, at nighttime. Uh, dirt, uh, crawling exterior. out of the, yeah exterior. Uh, dead. Uh, he's been dead eight hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just that moment. How long? And also cut, cut different that? death. He was a he was emerging from the poison death in the shack. Yeah. yeah. So that was a weird, a bit of a weird cut. But it's cool. Hmm? Like yeah. That. It also and it, we we got from that that he was remembering that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even we we find it out literally. He says it later, but we. I, I think it telegraphs nicely. Though. I know where his sister is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's Most de- useless character ever, the brother? Uh, what? Michael no. Hardly. No. Okay. No, Tommy. Why do you say... Yeah. Uh, why do you say he's useless? <laughs> he was kind of like just an escort throughout the seat. Like, he never had his moment. He just kind of like... Oh, except when he was like, hey, pastor, why don't you step aside for a second? That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that was cool. I guess I just I wanted him to be more. I, I wanted his character to be more than just like a, hey, you two should meet. You know, like he introduced a lot of people. Yeah. Like, why couldn't he just be the grandfather? Because then he dies at the end. Yeah. All right. And uh, 
It ain't about plot in this here leftovers. Yeah, that's true. It's about theme. That's true. <laughs> about theme. Sorry, guys, that was the old prospector we hired. <laughs> yeah. to, uh... Bye-bye! <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, Sean's back. Who's in the bathroom? What happened? Uh, I'm right. an old prospector. Uh, he asks if, uh, if, if she's gone. Yeah, Patty's gone. Um... <laughs> And I was certain she was gonna pop out at the yeah. end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And just after Nora, and just keeps panning <laughs> over. Just, and like, just, hi. Or she, well, just, well, she <laughs> walks out of the bathroom like, woo, <laughs> <laughs> woo, sorry guys, Patty in the house. <laughs> Cried all the matches. You know what? You know what happened for season three. You know what happened is Patty's contract ends just as Mary's contract kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't both talk at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we also get confirmation, which we kind of, I guess, knew, uh, Virgil set everything up. He set everything up with Michael. Uh, Michael, he, Michael would know what to do. He buried him because Virgil told him to. Um, and he didn't see Evie there. Uh, he saw her here. Uh, no, he said somewhere else, and I have to talk to, I have to, talk to your father. Um, so then we cut to John. It's his birthday, right? His birthday is on... Ten fourteen. His birthday no, was for the first for, episode. Yeah, his birthday was however many that days was his it's birthday. been. Since, okay, since yeah, he has and he just he still hasn't yeah. opened it. Yeah, open yeah. got it. Um, he still hasn't opened it. Opens it up. Uh, Sean and it. yeah, and what was it, Sean? It was a cricket. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was a uh, member of the Jackson Five that we hired to be part of this podcast. Anyway, Sean's back in the bathroom. <laughs> nope, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's a, no. It's I a, called that in episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just very proud yeah. of it. That's all. It's good. It's it's a cricket, but it's not the cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ooh, she's that's and, a symbol. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not the same Write one. Write that in your dream journal. Uh, <laughs> and. I think John asked, well, why did she do it? Because you wouldn't let it go. Yeah. Uh, and Erica said, I know it's not the same cricket because while you were out there looking for her, the thing was chirping. Uh, <laughs> a weird stand for her to take. Like, I feel like, like, why is she... I don't know. I, I think the cricket have this one. It's his hubris. I think it's yeah. worth being called out. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it gets a great response. Cricket is yeah. more well, representative matter. of... Everything I yeah. think, with him right now. I think the cricket is just a small. It's a symbol. Yeah, because yeah. he's it's always trying symbol. to control everything all the time. Probably yeah. placement for a cricket wireless. And ah. everything that whatever happened with him and, and Virgil and everything else and and with the departure, he hasn't let any of it go. That's what's yeah. forcing him to be uh, and, how he is. Yeah, and and I think that it's like again, you look at like Michael's speech at the end of the thing. It's like. Yeah, okay. So this town, nobody departed in this town. Still got a lot of problems, yeah. Yeah. you know? He yeah. says, I lost uh, I lost people before the departure, and I lost people after the departure. Yeah, I don't know if this is the right time to talk about it, but that's a wonderful way of stating the whole value of a show like this, which is just that, like, we're, we've become um, desensitized to the fact that major traumas like this happen to everybody all the time yeah. mm-hmm. um, and we take we want our drama high stakes like this but this is just everybody's dealt with this mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, to which John replies fuck you Erica may I just add that in Mike's notebook it just says F you you're censoring you never know where that's well you can't you, a, you don't write a swear Mike's now, a substitute so. second grade teacher he brings his notebook with him he doesn't want it you know <laughs> 
Uh, it's multi-purpose. So. Yeah. No, I, the only reason I bring it up was, was because I've been looking over your shoulder and I've been waiting. And I'm going to say, and I've been thinking to myself, is Mike going to say "f you" or is he going to go on and say "the full curse"? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the full curse. Double hockey sticks. And yeah. he yeah. will not take it. <laughs> no. <laughs> that all, that all, by the way, that scene that felt very earned. Like both, like that. I don't know. Like there's something about that response. Like it felt. Yeah. Very earned in I both like directions. All his dial- it might be just that they're two fantastic actors. I think they are. But yeah. their dialogue feels so real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, so we get some knocks on the door, and it's his uh, his buddies. Yep. The uh, hey, watch. hey, remember how I said that. Uh, getting prints from everybody wouldn't work. Yeah. Well, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, well, listen to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know those prints you've been looking for? Uh, what was it? <laughs> Fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, for subtle. He immediately... <laughs> he immediately cuts... Uh, we immediately cut to uh, the Garbies. He's pounding on the door. Mm. Uh, and Lori <laughs> answers. Oh, God, that's so... Where are you? We haven't met. Yeah. Uh, 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 I was ready to yell at somebody I recognized. Ah, <laughs> uh, you'll do. Yeah. yeah. And Jill comes over. Where's Where's your dad? He, I'm not here, but I'm sure he'll be back. Are you Are you sure he'll be back? And and Lori sees him. Oh, yes. sure. Walking up. Sure. Uh, I'm I'm definitely. He's definitely coming back. Uh, and it's he's walking up. I'm glad they just got that all out. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Don't, yeah, it's Just, wonderful when he's like, "Oh, you you got match yeah, prints, yeah, like, yeah. match prints, right?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, because oh, great. No, I was gonna it. tell you, I matched yeah. the print. <laughs> I, I just like that we didn't have to sit in an interrogation room. Yeah, yeah. instead, it's a dog pound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go for a ride, uh, and that was the end of that little sequence there. Um, uh, Ver- did we know that Virgil was Erica's dad? Are we still sure? I'm still not sure who you are, is. No. Yeah, no, that yeah. was confirmed they, here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. Michael came up and said, your dad. I was with your dad. Did he say yeah. your dad or granddad? Yeah. Because I heard your dad. dad. But then why did, why did Virgil do... What did Virgil do to John? He might have done stuff to Erica. It's not clear who yeah, he did. Yeah, that was weird. No, but... but he said, he said what, your, Garvey. what Garvey said is what your father did to you. That was terrible. I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. I don't know. Life's confusing to me right now. I think... Because I heard your dad, too. But then, then, like, we kind of were talking over it. So I was like, maybe he's a granddad. Well, I mean, they already sort of confirmed that he was, like, a pedophile. Right. Yeah, That's what Garvey interpreted as, Mm -hmm. like, what he did to... uh, What's his name? John. uh, Was... Pedophile stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, he referred to his junk as as some very interesting thing. Yeah. It was a great phrase. He called it like below the the belt or something. Yeah, this evil curse, like something like that, like this Mm -hmm. sickness or something. It was was very uh, macabre. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's Michael talking to Erica. Where are you? Uh, I went to see uh, Granddad or your dad. Uh, And uh, don't don't go back there. I, I won't. I won't go back again. <laughs> I won't go back again. Uh, by the way, he's he's dead. Yeah. Um, I didn't it. say that. Uh, BT Dubs, he's gone. Uh, Jill and Lori, uh, they are just kind of going at it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, at some point, you're going to have to talk to yeah. me. Uh, Quentin? Oh, no. I, I just... 
I mean, I guess it was it was good for the characters to do that. I just I just didn't feel like it served their overall plot all that much. No, uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. it. Um, we didn't need that conversation. We need to yeah. see it to know yeah. that that's what's going. Between on. Jill and Laurie, yeah, I liked yeah. it. Oh, I yeah, it. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> was okay. Uh, again, it's not about plot at this point. It's about like right. holy shit. Like Jill has not talked to her mom in four f- or probably three years. I don't know how long she she's been on the guilty remnant, yeah. but like. Jesus Christ, yeah, let's have that conversation. Let's see what that's like. Uh, And she says, if you want me to go, I'll go. Um, And she says, no, he told us both to stay or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, and she was good. She was really good. Joe was really good in that moment, too. Tremendous, yeah. There was some some pretty good tears flowing there. I thought Laurie was great in that scene, too. Like, just being, like, this person who's, like, again, like, internalizing, like, a lot of hurt. And I thought it was, like, again, like, a good... Framing for what we're going to see later with Evie and Erica. Mm-hmm. Yep, cool. nice contrast. Yeah. Anything else before we? Uh, I just think that like I, I thought it was interesting that Jill's defense was no, he told us both to stay here because I think that was her way of being like no, I really do want you to like I want you to be here, but I'm not. I can't let myself want you to be here. Mm-hmm. So she's going to use an outside force to. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a really teenage response. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to respect... I, I'm going to put it on some other authority yeah. that I trust. Sure. Uh, all right, so we'll move on to Nora and Mary. Uh, radio interview taking place in the background. Um, Yo, fuck NPR. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's October 14th, so it's probably one of those just all day, this is what's happening every single year, just like with uh, September 11th, they, they reshow the, the footage, they have interviews and everything. Um, so something similar going on there where a guy is talking about his experience. Does anybody remember exactly what he was talking about? His Losing child, a child yeah, 14 months. 14, 14 months, the child disappeared. And uh, his wife his was wife, not ready to have a baby. Yeah. She, he was, so they split it up. The marriage that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do remember that it, baby it ended with um, him saying that he he found Jesus or something that, like that. No, no, the, the, the host, the interviewer, the Lord of Savior Jesus yeah. Christ. So, by the way, I take back my fucking NPR. Uh, fuck Christian. No, NPR yeah. super Christian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, how how did that how did that end? Uh, she smashed the radio. Bro. No, not the scene. So the, uh, the, the interview. So the, the, the interviewer the, starts saying, "Like you should, uh, I I trust your wife in this one. She's not ready. The, there's a hole. The hole can only be filled with Jesus." Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then yeah. Grandma's so in your Jesus. Hole. And then yeah, she <laughs> she takes out the radio, smashes it, and yeah. says, "Fix that, Jesus." It has a power button. She says, she "Ice to me." Yeah, yeah, but those kind of radios, it's like not even. It's you have to set it to tape. Like tape and off. Yeah. It's really annoying. Uh, <laughs> and no sooner does she smash the radio, uh, another does earthquake. another earthquake. I wonder if she, for a second, thought she caused it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I didn't Hulk mean it. Smash Earth. So yeah. she goes, grabs the baby, uh, and and uh, hovers over Mary. Yeah. Uh, and safest place in the house. Yeah. Safest place is uh, right center right of the right house, middle yeah. of the house, underneath the <laughs> loosely laid. Crawlspace. I've never lived in like an earthquake zone yet. Even I know to go into a doorway. I guess yeah. she just because she couldn't get Mary over there right. in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it felt like yeah. I, I was thinking. I was just surprised that she even went back for Mary. Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah. when you you got like a kid that is utter. I didn't know Mary's utterly helpless too. But like she she had a run. Yeah, that kid's yeah. had no run. Yeah, that kid's yeah, not even got a chance. Uh, so I think she did because because uh, Mary wakes up. 
Nora, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing Where's here? Where's Matt? Where'd you get that baby? Yeah. Whose um, black baby is that? What's, Real quick. What's guilty remnant? <laughs> um, yeah, so Mary, Mary wakes up, uh, and Nora immediately takes her to Matt's. Uh, and shaving Matt fast. Yeah, oh, yeah, you oh, gotta slow down. <laughs> that, that, that made that my face hurt. That was the second tightest so my much. stomach has been. <laughs> Rob will. Ah, uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that, that... <laughs> Can we get a top ten of his tight like, stomach <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> David waved you off. He gave, he gave you the he gave you the <laughs> catcher's <laughs> indifference. <laughs> <on that one. laughs> All right. Affectionate man. So. Uh, Matt immediately is just like, oh, this is great. Thanks so much. You gotta go. Yeah. Hey, oh, super fun. Hey, real quick, can you just say out loud that uh, that we had consensual sex? Yeah. Can you say out loud to the viewing public? Yep. And all the audience high-fived each other. Yeah. yeah. We were like, oh, thank God. Mary, the night that you woke up. Oh, we had sex? What do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Michael's ooh, stomach ooh, was never loose. <laughs> Uh, I get, yep, that checks out. So, <laughs> another another example, though, of the leftovers just being like, hey, we're going to solve this problem before it even becomes a problem. Yeah. 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 So oh, I loved it. He immediately, <laughs> wants, he immediately wants her to, to leave because... Um, uh, the reason she had the reason she had the baby was because she was over there, and and she's like, oh what mm-hmm. the the what uh, the what uh, uh, the mm? uh, <laughs> who are those girls? Yeah. Uh, so you didn't tell her. No, I wanted you to tell her. Uh, and uh, so yeah, it's yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. He's not I a creeper. Was anyone else like? Uh, you know, I was. I'm happy she woke up because that's cool. But I don't know. I didn't want him to be right. I Did you want to live in the tension? Yeah. Of him possibly. About him. His yeah, I like that ambiguity. No, right. we've been saying from the very beginning mm-hmm. that Janelle Maloney, uh, Donna Moss from TV's The West Wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't cast her if yeah. she's not going to mm-hmm. talk eventually. I don't and know. and she's thing. too good of an actress. Mm-hmm. The show's not renewed. Right? But it wasn't like, the first season either. Like they didn't know. Yeah, they, they renewed it after the season was over. Yeah, so but I'm, what I'm saying her. is, but they had the flashback episode last season with her. It's been the, the not not the ratings mean a ton to HBO. And maybe this is we're, we're on episode discussion right now, but the ratings have been lower this year. Not the ratings mean everything to HBO, but this show is not guaranteed to be renewed. Even though it definitely had, I, I think, in terms of reviews, people are calling this one of the best seasons of television in recent memory. Um, it's on, uh... <laughs> Who? Yeah, name huh? one person. Yeah, one. Name one. The, your friend. Uh, uh, <laughs> your friend! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always friends. Uh, it's the one always. I do yoga with. Yeah, your friend. What's your name? <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, no. I was the at internet. a... I was at a... <laughs> yeah, I was at this, um, Dale, Philadelphia Daily News party with oh, my dad. And... Within, like, two minutes of me walking into this party with him, he gets a phone call and, like, leaves me alone stranded at this party, and I start to panic, and I talk to the first person I see, and she is the TV critic for the Daily News, and I was like, okay, I feel okay now, I can talk about TV, and so I started asking her about the leftovers, and she was like, I love this season, top three, uh, I think it's one of the best seasons of television in a really long time. Can she shout out our podcast on the next uh, right. review that she writes? Right. I don't even know her name. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Network. Social butterfly. Very promising. <laughs> I didn't learn her uh, name. <laughs> so, uh, Mary says, not Mary, uh, Nora she says she's going to 
feed, feed just give me 10 minutes i'm going to feed the baby i'll come back and we'll we'll whip her over the uh i can't tell if that's a very tv thing or a very non tv i think it's thing. a very tv thing it felt very tv but then i also thought like sometimes people are like all right yeah cool i'll shoot to the bathroom and i'll go like but like yeah it was like it was like jesus christ he's saying get her back there and you're like all right because cool. everything Matt has said to this point, at least in, in relation to Mary, has has been true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just be like, uh, "Yeah, all right, baby can baby can baby can wait ten minutes. Uh, let's just get her over the bridge." So I feel that that was just more of a TV thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, like, which I'm okay with. Yeah. It was fine. Thing and Nora but, doesn't really believe in all the mumbo jumbo sure. magical stuff so yeah. it's just like just talk to your wife buddy she just and smashed a radio because someone said something about you <clears throat> right if if we're finding out that like she wakes up for three hours at a time Nora's thoughts might be let's just give Matt and Mary some husband wife time um so yeah. that he doesn't okay. regret it later like bible husband wife time yeah mm-hmm. oh they're gonna fuck on a bible sure <laughs> uh alright yeah I'd buy that um and then we go to uh, Meg and Tommy within the same camp. Um, and Thank God we're back at Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most useful character yeah, on the right. show. Because uh, I was drifting off. <laughs> uh, and can someone recap their their little conversation? Because I don't have much. So uh, Tom, yeah. Meg, Tom uh, Meg is like, it's all happening. And she's like... Uh, and he's, I guess she says, like, are, are you worried about your family? And he's, he's like, like, I, I don't have, have a family. I have no family. And she's like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And he's like, I thought you, I thought that's what you would want to hear. And she's like, no. And then she gets real close to him. And she's like, family is everything. My family's Steven Tyler. That's my family. <laughs> <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the video for, for crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... The bridge is closed. But, uh, wait, what? What do you got? Uh, is that? Do you guys think that's where it clicks for him? Like, oh, I don't even know what the fuck you people are about. Like, is that the moment? Or he is, was he, he is there? an unmotivated cipher to me. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Anyways. That's the thing. I like yes. nothing happened. I, I, the only thing I'm like, I guess seeing the kid on the ground maybe snapped him from. Yeah. I don't think so. And then, like, like, let's not forget. Like, he has these flashes of returning to family, and yeah. then he runs away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe. Are we just ready to call him a big dum dum and just move on? I don't think so. I think he's lost. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Not Penny's boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a subtle. lost, yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, subtle puff. Not, yeah, yeah. Not Penny's boat. <laughs> Uh, you guys couldn't see that. I was holding up at the sign. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So Meg is uh, driving across the bridge. Uh, she's told that the bridge is closed because it is October 14th, and we leave people in town alone on October 14th to reflect. Uh, and, and Meg's just like, reflect on what? <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah. What are you reflecting on? How great we are in that dumb song we sing all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got it a few times in this she episode. Memorized. Um, very quickly, very quickly. Wait, we don't know that she wasn't with Evie, uh, so like, like over the past, it. like time running it over mm-hmm. and over again. From Spotify. All right, so you there. you're gonna hit the harmony where? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. You're gonna take the low part. I'll yeah. take the high part. Let's yeah. try it again. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, did I mention that I'm Steven Tyler's daughter? I'll yeah. take the high part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say yeah, 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 there, 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 a lot. <laughs> uh, she gets out. Uh, she throws the keys off the bridge, um, and the. Three girls. Well, this this is the cops are, are kind of surrounding the the bridge, um, 
Uh, and of course, she she also said that she has like fifteen. She said thirty five pounds yeah. of C four, which I'm no demolitions expert. That does not sound like a ton of C four. I think it is. No, I think it's it's a lot. You only need like like you need like an ounce. Let her repeat what I just said. I'm no demolition expert, <laughs> so who knows? I'm no demolition expert. Pounds of anything. Yeah. So just remember that like not, C4 C4 yeah. is a plastic explosive. Yeah. So like think of how light plastic is per yeah. volume. Thirty five pounds of plastic. Look, it's still not enough to melt all those steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that every time I play Goldeneye and the C four, it's like a brick. Right, and that brick's got to be like a pound. Just so, like thirty-five of those little bricks, those bricks destroy one How, door what? in GoldenEye. <laughs> Google, so, Google the Jardin Bridge, guys. Um, all right, freeze uh, the Jardin Bridge three. Yeah. So after after that, she throws the key, she gets down, and then the girls step out. They don't. We don't see that it's them, but we see the the, the you know the shoes that yeah, you know, the, the rickety it's, stare. It's them. The, yeah. That yeah. stair was about to fall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right off that train. Like a bunch yeah. of the show was shot on a GoPro. <laughs> uh, Kevin and John GoPro. are at the kennel, uh, <laughs> and he's asking which one's your dog. Uh, we're gonna trade your dog for my for Child. my daughter. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. He's like, look, I'm gonna start this out as even kill as I possibly can. Dog for daughter, fair trade. What was that? <laughs> bang, bang, bang. I thought he was going to shoot the dog. Yeah. yeah. Don't make me bring out my whistle. Yeah. Uh, so, anyone want to go into this uh, this conversation? Yeah, it's that awfully. Was, it was very quick intense, and no no explanation in between. Like the the. Um, mega highlights version of the plot that's mm-hmm. taken place yeah. um, over this season. Yeah. yeah, well, so I saw your daughter when I was trying to kill myself. Nope. Also, I died. No, no you, you didn't say that. You didn't say that. And also, I died, and that's when I remembered. Nope. Okay, so let's just say more. Also, real sorry, you Dad. Maybe diddle do. I don't know what's going on. P.S. Uh, Evie might not love you. Yeah. What? Bang, bang. That was oh, like... Oh, yeah, my heart sank. Uh... But that was him yeah. projecting, right? That's like that was like to me no, that was kind of a. Pro- mm. He's grasping at straws. To me that was a little bit of a projection, right? Cause he like saying, he has lived through someone going into the guilty. Exactly. Room. So right. he's like, ooh, sorry. Like she's gonna be super manipulative. She's in a cult. Like um, not that he even knows this. At this sorry, point. just to jump in for just a second. So eight pounds of C four is about a car bomb's worth. So okay. So this is four times. Like that. I said. <laughs> I'm not a devil. Okay, no problem, no problem. Oh, God, I'm so glad we wasted time to look that. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a lot. Good, okay. Enough to take down a bridge. Got it. All right, uh, so yeah, maybe maybe she didn't. Didn't what? Love you. And bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Yeah. Uh, He's looking like, at the <laughs> oh, uh, Single shot. Can I talk about something that I thought was really yeah. important in this scene also? Mm-hmm. Um, was just that... Um, the dog shut up. No, I, well, yeah, that's for sure. They were very quiet. Um, there was there. There are very few shows on TV, and I think it's also just like kind of a thing that our culture kind of uh, glosses over. There's not really a lot of uh, talk about like sexual abuse in black families, mm-hmm. um, and particularly like man on man sexual abuse. And I just thought it was really interesting that like they brought that up because you know a lot of people they they talk about um, you know how. Uh, you know the the uh, like white perception is that black people are stronger than um, than white people in a lot of different ways, and I think one of the ways is that people just like look at like black people and assume that eh, nothing, you know, that stuff doesn't happen. 
Um, so I, I just thought it was really interesting that they brought that up, and it was just another one of these like little humanizing touches, um, where it's like you know you see this like you know this character John who's very strong and does like very like you know what we would consider macho things. He like he breaks in doors, he shoots people, he beats people up, he gets shit done, um, and then it's just like, hey man, I heard about what your father did, and it's terrible, and mm-hmm. like you just like watch somebody like not be able to deal with that it, it was really interesting mm-hmm. yeah another great job by the actor yeah. who plays john murphy yeah his reaction yeah. to that yeah yeah i think this this show will see uh probably several several emmy nods this yeah time around. i think that's why it's going to get season three is because i think there's a good chance that um what's the name of kevin what's kevin's real name justin, 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 justin Thoreau. Thoreau. i think there's a good chance that he'll get at least nominated, I think. Um, I think uh, Carrie Coon uh, w- might win. I think that it could. I think Carrie Coon could win uh, the lead part. I think that uh, Regina King could win the supporting part. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't remember John's name, but I think he could be nominated for a supporting mm-hmm. part. Like, if there's something that this show is going to bank, on, like it's just that, like yeah. it might just make HBO's Emmy shelf even heavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, so uh, we cut to the bridge again, and uh, Evie is outside smoking, uh, and she writes a sign after um, uh, it was uh, John, I think, yelling, yelling for her, um, and uh, she holds up a sign that says one hour, mm-hmm. uh, and I think this was, uh, unless I have something wrong, down at the, the camp, Nora grabs the binoculars from the, from the guy. Go, well, okay. And that guy never gets them back. No. 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 Uh, and they weren't his, though. They she, let's be real. Those well, aren't your binoculars. Yeah. Those aren't your binoculars. Fuck that way. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, that's... A good pair of binocs. Probably 200, 250, 300. That, was a, that, that woman there, too, was like... She's going to start off next season. The whole episode is just following her. As a oh, cable, God, she is the worst. It's it's rare that a, a character gets me so riled up that I seriously have to remind myself. Okay, David, like this is a television. This show. is a television show. Well, it's beyond that. Sometimes I was so mad at this lady. I was like, I might go find her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I might go find the actress. <laughs> she's a really nice person in real life. I bet she's the sweetest. But Twitter hunt. Yeah. yeah. But it's another moment where um, this is the reminder. Apparently, that Nora needs to get her back. To her family, yeah. Because literally speaking, that baby is not hers. Yeah, and she never. Uh, yeah. I don't think she ever really tried to find out where the kid came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's looking through the binoculars, and she sees, uh, and kind of like just like a bit of a sigh, but also like, uh, of course, uh, it's the girls. Um, yeah, it's them. Uh, now, does she say that they're going to blow up the bridge? I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think oh, she gosh. says per se. Um, We'd it, already heard from Meg that about the tons, but do you think um, no. Nora says it at that moment? Um, she had one hour. Then one hour. Then things started climbing. Then, then there's does. a countdown. And I guess everybody was like, "Oh, I guess they're gonna blow." I up think the yeah. Nora said it. Was the, it, okay. it yeah. was the. It was the rabble. Yeah. They were yeah. like, "They're gonna blow up the bridge!" Woo! Uh, so Michael and Erica are at church. Uh, and he, he's telling the bathtub story about a time where, uh, Erica was following water that was trickling down the, down the stairs, follows it up to the bathroom and sees, uh, Michael and Evie in the tub and, uh, tub is overflowing and she asks, uh, Evie 
why did you do this? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think she said, because I wanted to see what would happen. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, and Michael's, Michael has a different version of events. Mm -hmm. um, Evie was crying uh, very loudly, and he was just turning up the, the water to drown her, drown her out, so she could just kind of regain her composure. And they were five? Yeah. Five years old doing this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is, uh, was this when... John John's left. In jail. John's, John's in jail. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, for yeah. almost killing. Yeah. This is Virgil. a great synopsis of what the show is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's such a good scene. Yeah. Uh, and he says, "No one. Uh, my father disappeared that day. Uh, no one disappeared on ten fourteen for me, but people disappeared before and people disappeared after. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not thinking about your lost loved ones at this moment, mm -hmm. yeah." Um, uh, we we are the whatever number of, Nine, but we are not spared. Yeah, but we are not spared. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a great scene. Thought Michael, Michael was good. Yep. And then immediately, coincidentally, and it was also oh go yeah no I was just gonna say it was also interesting because like Michael is like this the religious one he's the geek of the family, <laughs> uh, and you know you you have you have uh, John who's like leading these anti mysticism brigades you have erica who uh was like you know at the at the remember not the remember but the uh the fundraiser like through that fit evie who obviously is a member of the guilty remnants and then it's john who is like you know again like the church going going to visit the grandpa and pray thing who you gives michael. this speech. michael oh michael michael yeah michael yeah yeah uh what i was gonna say is usually the show is so good about not um like falling into tropes and TV tropes, but right then and there, like after you give this beautiful speech, John just like bursts in at the exact right moment. It's like it's TV. But is that uh, a is that a forgivable, believable trope? Or <clears throat> I'm forgiving it. Um, but um, I mean, it's definitely a trope. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, the, like, the just the right time thing. It's cause, I mean, it's a little it's a little bit like in season one when like um, Lori finally talks to say Jill, uh, right? Yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's like uh, yeah. I'm I get, still like, not sure she didn't say gel. Your gel. It's new. It's flammable. Grand gel. Um, all right. Uh, th yeah. Then there's that silent uh, underscored fight uh, argument. Uh, yeah. Plea with uh, Regina with, with Real Erica. Nice call back to the earlier scene without her hearing aids. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and then the camp, they all start undressing. Mm -hmm. Um, and did they, I, I guess because they had clothes for them, right? Is that what it looked like? Yeah. Some, some of them are, some of them were filthy remnant who just planned and knew. Yeah. And not everybody in the camp were filthy remnant. Yeah. But yeah, the filthy they, remnant knew and they had white clothes. They had, they, they started walking first. Wait, is the, this? Uh, yeah. Before... The thing gets to zero. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. A, with about a minute. One thirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which is I put like, on that's it. a quick change. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, I don't stop! Have ever done a, oh, a sketch show? That's a quick <laughs> change. Yeah. Yeah, a <laughs> minute thirty to get into some joggers and uh and white tee. That's shoes too. Shoes. Yeah. I think uh, I could. I think I could do. It. And how tight you tie your shoes? I was writing. I was writing notes. Definitely. I was writing, and I missed what happened with Erica and John. When Erica runs, to oh, the it was dope. Erica just just 
yeah. jukes the dude <laughs> and, and slides under the barrier like and just mother. starts and just starts running towards the she girls. Does a barrel roll. John <laughs> she did. gets molly in the head while he tried to do it and he just lay there across like, You got him girl <laughs> Just gonna be a minute. Sleep so this John <laughs> John got hit by one of the cops? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they laid him yeah. out. Not like, and you see him. You see him he's later, bleeding. and he's like bleeding out of yeah. his head. I think they like, just, I think they like just, he's shocked. <laughs> I think he just, uh, just like Billy clubbed him. Um, One uh, of his own guys did that. I run the city. Uh, yeah, I think it might. Yeah, or it could have been like a park ranger that he didn't have control over. Okay. Right? Yeah, he has um, control he's just over a guy at that point, though, like just running yeah, towards think, the bridge. They're I think they're just trying to keep order. Yeah, it wasn't that old guy from the bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! I'm just gonna have to hit you now. Here's well, here. isn't that nifty? Yeah. Wow, that was a, it's a lovely nifty song. spiritual. Give yourself a hand. So uh, that's when Erica runs. Yeah, over. Erica runs uh, across mm-hmm. the bridge, and um, then they're. Uh, or I'm sorry, she she goes into the yeah yeah. That uh, one girl tried to keep her out. She's right. Like, get, mm, yeah, get the hell out of here. She goes inside uh, and comes comes out, uh, and she just starts screaming. It's it's empty. Uh, and I was a little disappointed, but I mean, overall, this episode was, was fantastic and I'm not, um, I'm not mad about anything. Um, but, uh, one of the things I said was going to happen was, uh, Mary was going to get stuck on the other side, bridge was going to blow, uh, the girls are dead and, um, because what they were talking about before is that this town hasn't experienced loss. Mm Um, but it... in the end, it all kind of jives. In the end, how much more destruction is being set upon this town? Yeah. Rather than just the bridge exploding, yeah. but the, like the entirety of the filthy remnant and all the people in the shanty town yep. pouring in, just having sex wherever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just let in a whole fish concert into that town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was basically gathering of the juggalos is in Jordan now. <laughs> Uh, oh, so I couldn't wait until we start talking about this scene particularly because I am dumb and I didn't understand when Erica was like, "Why, Evie, why are you doing this? And Evie says, you know, you know exactly why or you understand. You understand. You understand. That, I'm like, what? I don't, what, what's the message there? I don't, and I figured Sean specifically would have a a good answer. Let me write something down on my notepad. (laughs) He just wrote, you understand. You understand. Exactly what he wrote. Uh, Oh, brother. (laughs) One feeling that I had uh, during this scene, and like, again, like, I like when the show is reminding me of, like, more global themes. Um, It it reminded me of um, just the fact that, like, um, like if we are like a community, right? So like, like you think about like, uh, Sean used to talk about how like last season was a nine eleven, like mm-hmm. the, the departures of nine eleven analogy, and how um, there can be disproportionate loss among people. But how do we treat that? Like so, then I, I thought about like, oh well, what happened after nine eleven? Well, there was we, we joined a bunch of wars, right? Mm-hmm. And there were certain communities where huge numbers of that community were joining the army and fighting these wars. Right. And there were, and then there were other communities where that stuff didn't touch anybody. And there, there are other, there are other like examples of stuff like that where there's disproportionate burden on disproportionate members of the population. And so you look at this town like Jarden, which is this like, you know, this little happy beacon on the hill that is removed and guarded from everybody else. Um, 
the idea that Jarden actually had no departures, and this also falls back into what Michael did, mm. it's not true. Because one town over there were departures. There were people that there they must have had family members that lived in other places that right. departed. And even if they didn't, they live in a state where there are departures. They live in a country where there are departures. Yeah. At what point does it become like? At what point do we get to decide that? Oh, we were spared. I mean, it, it would probably be like you've got hundreds of financial institutions in, in downtown Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them were hit devastating. They were they were based in the towers and and had tons of loss. Maybe some of them were at the top of the tower, some of them were at the bottom. Maybe some of them had a hundred percent evacuation and everyone got out safe. And maybe some of them had like. 85, 90% casualties. It's kind of like that. Like, it, you know, some people, certain people like right, and, and then I, but I get your, you're also talking about like, well, who, who, who enlists for war? You know, people who want to, who, who need to get on the GI Bill because there's no other way they're going to college. Like, it, it hits the poor. It hits, you know, it disproportionately affects that community. Um, why, my question is why, like, why does Evie think the solution is joining GR? She's, a teenager and sometimes teenagers fall in with like is that is is that condescending you understand she didn't seem like she believed it when her mom was talking to her she seemed like shit i got in with some bad kids and she 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 picked up the wrong pamphlet at a concert i think i think it's illustrative to remember back to the um uh episode that featured erica and nora heavily um, Erica was having her own struggles with faith in the reverse direction, right? Mm-hmm. Where she was a, a non-believer and seemed to be on her husband's side. And then she was planting the bird and there were all these particular things and like she was trying to find hope. Um, and I think that is illustrative of her own struggle with faith in light of this huge incident. What's going on? She's trying to figure it out. And... Um, uh, in the same way that Evie's trying to figure it out, that's the broad, you, broadest interpretation of you understand. Okay. And I think this is another, um, just sort of a segue into, I think I only shared it with Michael and uh, David. I'm going to keep calling you Michael. <laughs> yeah. Just making my mind. That's great. Um, uh, the, uh, Fresh Air had an interview with Tom Parada and yeah, Damon Lindelof heard, on this, um, this week. And um, Tom Parada uh, said that uh, one of the larger themes of the fir- of these two seasons is that old religions seem outdated and just not capable of handling what's going on um, with this particular event, which uh, gives rise to all these new religions and new attempts to answer the unanswerable questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's struggling with that, and everybody's trying to make sense of it. Um, I didn't listen to the interview, but uh, I like that because, yeah... It, just that, just that bit, because that ties to what, uh, like Christianity, uh, some people thought it was the rapture, uh, but Christianity wasn't working because Matt was going around and saying, no, this person was a filthy piece of shit and did this and that and the other thing. Can't be the rapture if all of these bad people are kind of getting stuck. So Christianity... Yeah. yeah. That interview, listening to that interview made me think, like, I wonder what, like the Jews are doing right now. I wonder what the Buddhists are doing. Like there there were a whole bunch of that because I never even thought about other religions yeah. besides Christianity. Yeah. Season until. three in Williamsburg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was actually one of the things that I've been that, that like when I said like I feel like this season kind of redefined what the entire show is about like and and we'll really know by season three is like I feel like one of the main things that's going on is kind of like <clears throat> 
I guess like a war between cynicism and whatever, what is the opposite of cynicism? Optimism. Hope. It's, it's not, yeah, I guess it's hope. Yeah. Um, with the guilty remnants kind of being the, the, the cynics, right? And everybody else. Is it bad that my like immediate reaction to what's the opposite of cynicism, I don't know, naivete? <laughs> <laughs> That's my immediate thought. <laughs> uh, being wrong. Oh, idioticism. No, 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 no. That was pretty much all I wanted to say on that. Anybody else? Before we uh, move ahead. All right. Uh, so the GR headed over the headed over the bridge. Uh, and Matt sees that as an opportunity to uh, grab the wheelchair and scoot on, scoot on across the bridge uh, with Mary to get her to get her to safety as he believes it to be, uh, and that's where we see the, the bitch baby stature. Oh God, this that's made not me your baby. So upset. Uh, and just gr- I, I was writing notes at this point too. I heard I heard it said, uh, and then I look up and she was running off. But how did uh, how did she get? So uh, Nora oh. went down to get the Bjorn, I guess, uh, and uh, the woman just gave, just gently moved her momentum a little bit. Nora went down, yeah. baby snatch. It's very oh. clear that she's a defensive end in um, yeah. <laughs> the Canadian Football League. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so GR head over the bridge, Matt's headed back, baby snatcher. Uh, so Nora is uh, running after her and running, uh, going through, uh, pushing past a bunch of people, and then she hears... Uh, God, what's the baby's name? Lily. Lily, uh, Lily crying, uh, and we see just her down on the br- on the bridge floor. Well, it, I thought did that woman get departed, like the, right? She, she just no. put her down. She just like probably dropped her. She was a lot yeah. better than this. I like to imagine uh, Ryu from Street Fighter was waiting for her on that bridge. <laughs> she gave her a magical uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But before before the baby was on the ground, like my first thought was like, oh god, next season in baby court, like who does this belong Family to? Family court. Um, well, they'll let anyone. Uh, uh, Adopt yeah, they're, they're looking. Hey, do you want another you want one? A, you want like three or four more babies? Yeah. yeah. Uh, good answer. All right. Uh, so she sees Lily, uh, jumps over her, gets stepped on a couple times. Yeah. Um, but then Tommy comes to the rescue. Holy Tommy comes. Hey, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you to safety. Tommy's this 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 TV show's Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I am Tommy. Like, hey, are you Tommy? Groot brought out more emotion in, <laughs> in his in his single word and fifteen minutes in the movie. We are Tommy. Anything on on that? Does Tommy? How's Tommy know Nora? Just like pictures. Tommy knows Nora because he lived there for a little, and um, he, he knows the baby for sure. He knows he dropped the baby. It off. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just. Yeah, he knows Nora. Yeah. You want to go live in this it's trailer me. with me for a little bit? <laughs> Ma- Mapleton's a small yeah. town. Like yeah. the people know people. Yeah. So. All right, we're uh, we're getting down to it. Let's do it. Uh, Kevin wakes up in the huh. tub, uh, back in the tub. Son of a bitch! That was the most frustrating moment. And just like a, a video game, he, it's, he goes back and it's like the it save point. Right. Character yeah. select screen. Yeah, character yeah. select screen. Do you remember those articles though? Like when from when he was the last season when he was jogging and they were like, oh, 
Justin Throws got a massive dog. I don't remember. Oh, there were all these articles. That's great. They were talking about his sweatpants. They kept talking about his sweatpants, and they were like, "Seems like he's got a big dick." That's offensive. What? Why is that offensive? What? Yeah. John Hamm takes issue with it when people talk about his. I would, it would be yeah. offensive if, it, if if the if the genders were switched. Yeah. What if they were like uh, they were like uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus has a big vagina? Uh, yeah, sure. That's offensive, right? Like that's. Yeah. Well, no. wait, I don't, I don't well, understand because because people comment on how women look all the time. I understand that and it's offensive. It's it's objectification. Yes. <laughs> I'm just. I, I yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess they were all like, yeah, well, man, good for him. Good for him. He's out there just fucking. Dog I'm not talking about. Three. I'm not saying good for him. I'm just saying no. that it was people the were only writing about. The person to be objectified at this table is Mike and his delicious abs. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, all right. So, stomach is tight. Wow. Uh, yeah, my stomach has never been so tight. Uh, just doing this, doing this podcast. Uh, so, all right. So he picks the Mapleton Police character. Um, mm-hmm. Classic Garvey. And immediately gets a phone call. He gets a phone call. Gets plus two snooping. Uh, from, I guess, somebody that says that there is a... I'm, no. That, 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 mm, just do what you got to do. Okay. You've already. I already have to stop it because you did it. You started right here. <laughs> what? What's happening? Oh, blowing his nose. <laughs> if this allergic one, cats, he's right? blowing the show is what he's blowing. I'm not blaming you for being an allergic You're cat. You're blowing it. Blowing it, Danella. How many of these have we done? P.S. I like it. Um, oh, thank you. All right, so he picks the uh, Mapleton police officer yeah. uniform. As Quentin um, puts it, the classic Garvey. Yeah, classic Garvey. <laughs> Season one, uh, alternate costume Garvey. Um, <laughs> he, he punched in a special code. Away. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say his home alternate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, his, his throwback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, phone rings, and it's somebody saying that there is a policeman that needs help down in the... Uh, in the lounge. In the bar. In the bar, yeah. yeah. Um, so he goes down there because some cop needs help, uh, and he sees the guy from the bridge, the bridge from the Dream episode yeah. or yeah. the Heaven episode. And only now do we realize why he's a freaking character, uh, a new character, because we just need him as a callback in the final episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, he makes no sense in episode seven. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's just somebody that's that, that's there, kind of gets you from this point to that point. He's like the boss. Drowned him. Mm-hmm. He's uh, like oh, the boss. oh, oh! You can't sing a karaoke song. You you drowned a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. You pushed a girl in a well. You can't sing a song. Yeah. Um, and that oh, that was so satisfying. I was like, yeah. Sometimes it's just that simple. It's like. Uh, and who freaking would have written that? On the, who could have predicted that? That this would be an emotional catharsis and this would be really deeply revealing and yeah. it would just, yeah. mm-hmm. it knocked, it was so surprising yeah. and yet it's the thing that I think all storytelling comes down to. I didn't see it coming and uh, I'm so glad it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's really good. And uh, I also could have completely believed that he just finished that song. And that was that. Like, yeah. he's dead, too. Yeah. I thought that might have been the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is the song? The song is Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound with uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. What were some of the other songs on there? <laughs> on that wheel? Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, like a Prayer. Uh, like a Prayer. Uh, don't Stop Believing don't My stop Journey. Don't Stop Believing. Oh, what? Okay. Um, uh, White Line. I will <laughs> die for you, yeah. Prince. Was that actually on there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, why didn't you get that one? 
Yeah, right? That would have been cool. Because he couldn't have had flashbacks with those. Yeah. Uh, at one point he was asked, why should you go back? And we're just all stuck here. It's like, uh, I deserve, I deserve to. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's also, it's the same, it's the only answer that anyone can ever give. Like, yeah. who deserves anything? Deserves got nothing to do Me. with it. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah. it's random, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he, he's got to sing. It was like the, I, I just have here, nobody leaves his place without singing the blues, if you're familiar with Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> Uh, check it out. Um, uh, so subtle. Yeah, you push the girl on the wheel. Uh, you don't. You don't want to sing. Uh, he sings, and yeah, it was a. It was a really good. Good. Yeah, it was great. Good moment. Yeah. Um, and then he wakes up. Uh, on the on the floor of the kennel. Yeah, he's all woozy. There's yeah. No Not dogs. to take anything away from that moment, but. That's just a hell of a song, also. Like, yeah. that's, a, that's a hell well, of a song. Well, it's a trifecta, and uh, yeah. he's singing it the way that somebody who's not good at singing would sing it, yeah. but he's still knocking it out of the yeah. park yeah. with emotion. And yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 And it's just, you realize, oh, it sort of slaps you in the face. This is about what do you do in the face of grief and loss? You double down on your family and yeah. your close ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Um, he wakes up and it's 28 days later and then he's <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it had a like very close yeah, yeah. yeah. I, This raises a really important question at this point. Um, who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> subtle. Not subtle. I, <laughs> this I, is why I don't like when people talk during the show. Uh, because if you had said that earlier, I would have been really annoyed you saying it now. Um, but uh, can I ruin it? Yeah. What? Uh, there's this like uh, probably like the, the the most hit uh, TV critic for this uh, for the show is a guy named Alan Seppenwall. He yeah. writes for Hit. I read it all the time. Yep. He uh, he made the same joke in his article oh. <laughs> today tonight tonight. Like it posted like oh. <laughs> sorry I, I read you, it like, Alan. I didn't read it yet. I, I just I just read like I just read his Twitter post about it. And he's like mm-hmm. in which I referenced the Baja Men. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I haven't read the article, but I, I saw that. Uh, it's pretty obvious. It was yeah. their other hit he referenced. But for yeah. real, <laughs> <laughs> who did? Yeah, uh, probably Guilty Remnant or or just no, the, I think the, the fish, fish concert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anybody who in came, that fish who concert. came and like didn't like. I feel like they went. Oh, his dog stayed. Dead. Mm-hmm. The dead. Oh, that's a good. Oh, point. that's a good point. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's very bizarre that, like, he didn't get, like, trampled or shot more or, like, pissed on. Shot like, more. Well, I don't know. Don't shot. I feel like the Rico a corpse. <laughs> I feel like really someone would have, like, peed on him at least, right? What? Like, that's what the... No. Like, that group of people, like, those uh, dirty... What fish concert were you ever at? Also why I said it was, like, 28 days later, because yeah. that's the same thing I was thinking, like, how'd this guy survive alone in this, mm-hmm. in this hospital? Where zombies ate everybody else, and I'm calling them zombies. All right, I understand they're victims of the rage virus. Yeah. They're zombies for Christ's sake. Uh, like fast zombies. Yeah. So he sees that the before. sees that the bullet has gone uh, through. He's still alive. Uh, sees that the, the the whole station area is burning. Uh, his dog scoots. Uh, skedaddles. He's like, I'm out of here. He's on the ground and his just... He's like, I'm out of here. blood on my anus. <laughs> For a second, I thought the dog's name was... I hate it when you do that. Stop. Uh, I love that dog. Meg and the GR are at, uh, I guess, like the visitor station, some yeah. kind of some kind of yeah. thing. They're just Skynet. Up. Yeah, they're at Skynet. <laughs> uh, and, uh, he just, he just goes to her and says, like, what are you doing here? She's like, 
What are you doing here? <laughs> I, I live here now. Yeah. I title of the show. I live here now, and I wanted her to be like. Me too. So do I. That's what, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, like, I thought yeah, she was going to say that. That's what it was going to be. Breaks into the worst uh, song. Denzel in, uh, in um, Training Day. He's <laughs> like, I run this town. Y'all just live here. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, I didn't know you got wet. <laughs> or he says, I got your son pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I think her look said that. Yeah. Uh, and then she just goes into that um, the thing her and Evie have been practicing for uh, at least a week. <laughs> okay, you take the high part. Yeah. I'll take the low. What we didn't see was uh, the, the shot was uh, from waist up, so we didn't see the her hand at her hip uh, just go one, two, <laughs> <Yeah>. one, two <laughs> three, four. Uh, yeah. I cannot wait to hear from the guilty remnant acapella group. Yeah. Uh, so then they're headed. Uh, he he heads out, uh, and it's basically the purge. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah it's post apocalyptic zombie. Like it. It looks like. Alternate 1985. Yeah. Uh, from from uh, Back to the Future. I uh, am... Shit is... It's just Biff terrible. Tannen took over. I yeah. am so uh, surprised he didn't... Like, there was no visible moment of Garvey being like... Like, slapping his face. Or just like, am I still <laughs> dead? He his arm. <laughs> yeah. He flew in the afterlife twice in the last... Somebody pinched me. Yeah. He was pretty... Uh, and, and also, a lot of blood. A lot of blood's gone. So he's yeah. not... He's not all no. dealing with every faculty. No. Um, he also says, I, I, I'm i in a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> to John later on. Um, mm-hmm. They put a lot of effort into ensuring that we saw the crucifix a few times, and it yeah. gets raised. So yeah. I don't know what to make of that. What are you thinking that like they're just... I, I was know. expecting bad things. Like, like someone on the yeah, crucifix. I was like, yeah. somebody get crucified? Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say like they were going to burn it. <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, there was the crucifixion. There was also uh, when, when John bursts yeah. into the church, he bursts in with both hands and ends yeah. like with his arms out like he's on the cross. He's leaned forward. Yeah, it's a real um, Jim Morrison moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, for a show that em- is emphasizing that old religions are dying and new ru- new ones are replacing them, it was interesting to see that mm-hmm. um, religious mm-hmm. iconography. So, yeah, it's big party in Jordan. They got the cross thing there. Uh, he makes his way to the urgent care mm-hmm. uh, clinic. Uh, that's the one where is that where Erica, Erica, Erica worked, uh, and he's rummaging through, just trying to find anything. Um, Stuff and uh, what did you say? He had like bullet filler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he is David. David made that joke. Yeah, David's a funny um, and <laughs> Philly D Way. Yes, Philly D E E Way. Way. Twitter. Twitter. And then John shows up as David just described, and he's like, "I I killed you." No. 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 It was great. I mean, he can't catch a break. Everyone he tries to kill just comes back. Doesn't try hard. Doesn't try hard. Doesn't try hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so he's he's helping him out. He's um, bandaging him, uh, and then he just kind of breaks down even more. The great moment. Yeah. Yeah. And just says, "I don't understand what's happening. Neither do I." But Erica understands. Yeah. Yeah, Erica, Erica, Erica understands, and uh, no, it's a, I think it's a great moment of I don't understand versus I do understand. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between Erica and John yeah. in that moment because mm-hmm. John truly doesn't understand. Here's something I didn't mention before: uh, we never discussed is signing on the table for Gr. I said this during the uh, when we were watching, but like uh, Erica is just like ferociously signing at her daughter to mm-hmm. try and get her to like. 
communicate. Communicate, and uh, Evie like won't sign back. But I'm like, that's not that's not talking. I think if you can write, then you can sign. Right, well, not they're not being very consistent with the filthy remnant anyway. Is not being very consistent with rules. They they talk. Uh, they, they wear sing, different they sing, clothes. They dance. They, sing, like, they do it all. Uh, and <laughs> I think it's very right. obvious that like the 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 filthy remnant is the more. While they did not explode the bridge or blow up the bridge, they were. Uh, there's some violence going on. There's some. They're 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 at least. They're, they seem to be ransacking the town. Terrorist organization. Along with the well, fish concert. It, well, it's more like the it's the fish concert. Yeah. I bet you if we see a third season that we are. We are going to see that while they are not want to do like giant grandiose acts mm-hmm. of, they're going to be. I'll, speaking of where is my mind, they're going to be a lot more like the whole Tyler Durden project uh, chaos mayhem. mayhem project mayhem. You know, like they're they're going to be saboteurs. They're going to be like let's just let's just get this world spinning off its axis a little bit, yeah. and and let you know let mayhem take it you know yeah. take its but role. to but just to be clear, right now. The only two acts of violence that we have ever seen the GR do are what they did to Gladys, mm-hmm. or I guess three, what they did to Gladys, what Patty did to herself, and when they uh, beat Tommy up and took him away. But good. So those are the only three, uh, and I guess the, I guess we saw the stoning. The stoning makes four. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it so rape? far. Oh, that was Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone ever seen the Bader Meinhof complex? Like know about it. It's this, like ger- like this German terrorist organization. Um, it, it's a movie, but it's based on a real thing. They're like German terrorists. I want to say in the '60s, and it was sort of like a civil rights kind of thing. People trying to make Germany aware of just like I guess it was just like a really far left movement. But it's kind of it kind of reminds me of this. Um, where there's like little acts it was a very like small independent thing but there's like little acts of terrorism going on and the idea is that like to make the public aware that no one's safe and no one is uh, like free from terror yeah well it's the um, students for democratic society mm-hmm. being splintered off in the weather underground in America mm-hmm. so weather underground was a violent faction that yeah. Yeah, was spawned from that uh, I have a question how much time do we think passed from Ju- uh, uh, Kevin getting shot to Kevin waking up and wandering out of that station. Six hours. Couple hours. Eight hours. Is that More just hours. from? Uh, it I happened because he was dead for it eight hours at, before. Uh, I guess we didn't find out the time. It was just counting down to something. Yeah. Um. From whatever time it took to get from, like I bet you it was four o'clock in the afternoon. Now it's eight o'clock at night. Like from okay. from from yeah. bright from bright sunshine to. Dark. What I'm getting at is, uh, and I think somebody mentioned it, it might have been Jolie Doring, uh, that no other outside help came mm-hmm. came came in uh, at yeah. any, at least up until this point. I mean, it could just be Cameron goes to black and everybody shows up then. Um, but at least until everything we saw, no, no yeah, no uh, state uh, state assistance uh, or FBI. Well, look what happened to the dude from the bureau of the. The Bureau of Departures, or whatever it was, when he got there, like completely shut out. He didn't have any access. I think Jarden and Miracle are kind of like, hey, look, you guys got Stuff park rangers. Here. You like, like, what would happen if in the middle of uh, Yosemite something crazy went off? Like, 
I mean, I guess maybe there'd be FBI Still think and there stuff would like be that. People but, helicoptered in. But maybe in this case, they're like, look, we don't want you here. We got our own system. We got a fireman who sets fires. You know. Yeah. Um, so to to get back to wrap this up, uh, John and Kevin are uh, walking back to to their houses. Uh, so sweet. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. nice. Now the, the whole ending. I mean, the whole the whole episode, but the the whole ending here was just really nice, uh, and especially with these two. Uh, and he says, "Well, what if nobody's home?" And then you just come up into my house. You come sleep in yeah. my bed. Yeah, yeah. cards, couple <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, watch some Perfect Strangers, uh, and then he goes into Kevin goes into his house uh, and. Okay. Slow pan. Uh, well, before he goes into his house, there's another earthquake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and he hits the ground and then gets it up. It looked like he got electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. it was a little... It was a pretty bad one. Another Foley uh, artist work of... Yeah. Zzzz. <laughs> 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 definitely heard that. Yeah, that's what he did, too. Yeah. There was just a pan in front of him as he yeah. said it. Yeah. Scat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> singing. Yeah, I was going to say, 1930s scatter. I'll be left over. Cat Calloway. So, yeah, there's another earthquake... And then he goes inside, and the first person he sees is Jill, uh, and then what? Matt, right? And then Mary, and then Lily, and then uh, and then Nora, um, and then, then Patty yeah. <laughs> coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> 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 but, like, who does? Who Patty's here? Do not go in I there. I bought my three hats. Uh, I would put that on my husband. So that that wraps up the the episode. And if we don't have another season, I feel good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm okay with it. It, it, it works. Boy, would I really like another season though. Like this season was a great season of television. Yeah. It was better than the first. It, it was a great season. I, I'm still. I'm so. I'm so not done with. Um, God, I can't remember the last name again. The Murphys. The Murphys. I, I'm so not done. No, with the not by a damn sight. I no. want to see some, so much more of them. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, Michael has a big part yeah. to play. Yeah, and, uh, and even if yeah. they want to pick it up where it's just about the Murphys, I'm cool with that too. I want to know. What, I want to know what's going on with Garvey's dad, Australia. Yeah, yeah, we still didn't explain that and, you know? and how he was able to talk to him in the in mean, the afterlife. I feel like with a lot of the show, like yes, explanations is what I'm going to strive for because I'm a human being and I problem solve with my brain, but I care less about explanations and more I just want to see it I just want to like I want to like walk through the zoo of this show and observe um don't close the zoo HBO if you're listening to this yeah. hashtag renew leftovers hashtag reheat it <laughs> something else they talked about on the interview on NPR was um how uh Lindelof is like a huge fan of magic realism and how you know I know a lot of us have talked about how, you know, magic's not real. We don't want to see magic things happen. We don't want to see fantasy world. However, in his mind, there is an element of, you know, fantasy that can happen in the show. So mm-hmm. some of those, like, unanswered questions, I think, will just remain. Yeah. And I think a way of interpreting this, if we want to stick uh, David and I to our sort of dogmatic naturalism, um, is that we have been given a very subjective experience of what it's like to start to believe in the supernatural, having not believed in the supernatural yeah. prior. So it's like Kevin's journey from like, mm-hmm. I am now a believer. And I find that compelling and very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll also say that like I, I, I don't <laughs> mind uh, magical realism myself. And, but like when I do watch it, I usually 
look at it through a realistic lens. Yeah. Like I'll watch Pan's Labyrinth and think to myself, all right, this is a girl coping with a very stressful time period and like other yeah. things. Like I usually like I don't like I don't I discount the monsters. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, Rob made the harumph uh, yes. <laughs> posture. Harumph. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so uh, I want to talk a little bit longer. I think so. There's one of my favorite things that I've read um, in the past six months was a GQ article that was a profile of Stephen Colbert. Uh, and if you don't know about Stephen Colbert's uh, history, uh, he lost his mother. Mm-hmm. Our Father, sorry. Father, yeah. His father and a sibling yeah. in a car accident when he was very young. I thought young. it was a it plane was a accident. Plane yeah. accident. Yeah. I apologize. No, yeah. Um, and um, the article really sort of dove into that, where apparently, like, um, they they were having this because the, the GQ um, author of the profile also had, like, a big grief moment in uh, their life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things... Um, that was a big question. It was just like, well, how can you still be a believer? How do you, like, how are you just, like, a jovial, nice, good person? Like, how is it that it, this doesn't seem to have affected you? And, he, and um, I found his answer as profound as ever, where he just said, well, um, I can't say that it hasn't affected me. Of course it's affected me, and uh, I think it's done everything possible to make me who I am. And my only answer seems sort of trite and, uh, and not um, understandable, but it's just grace. I see literally everything as a gift uh all everyone around me is like an improviser and like they were taught in improv scenes to treat everything as a gift um and like we can interpret that as like i'm playing with a lousy player um but i should interpret all their moves as a gift and and see it as a joy to play with um and it if if we're interpreting life in that way um maybe that seems cruel maybe that seems harsh but it also seems like it's all we've got and it's something to go on and i think that there's something very importantly linked with religious religiosity and supernatural and that notion of grace and gift. And I think that this whole story, seen from Kevin's perspective, is interpreting this entire grief moment as, as a graceful gift. Um, and that's the power of religion. And that's what I'm loving about this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. well said. Uh, anybody have anything to add? Before I thought we would do uh, something we haven't done in a little while, winners and losers. Mm. Mm. I was just thinking about like, <laughs> that's the important after that after <laughs> what Sean said. It's important that we say who won. <laughs> let's do that. Let's marry Buck Hill. I was just thinking about like what happened after Garvey came into that house and all of his loved ones there, and I'm just imagining like you know the talking and the partying and whatever, and like just the first asshole is like, okay, I'm gonna turn in now. <laughs> 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 It's gonna be mad. All right, he's home, Mary. Yeah, Mary, we should, uh, you know, waka waka. Uh, It's not like we're gonna get more pregnant. Uh, uh, So for me, the uh, winner is Matt. Um, yep. <laughs> because everything checks out. He's the only one who, <laughs> the only one who beat a charge to the exonerated. <laughs> yeah. uh, and my loser is Eric uh, Murphy uh, for uh, obvious reasons. Mm. Next. Hi, David. I'm next because uh, we start to Mike's right always. Um. You know what? F this. Um, my winner, uh, my winner is is Kevin's faith in his dog. Because uh, to wake up to wake up in that situation and see your your faithful hound 
standing by your side. That's got it. You got to really to be like, yeah. That's a short life W because yeah. yeah. Ben abandons him. Yeah. yeah. But that moment, you if, that has to feel pretty good. Yeah. Abandons uh, or leads him home. Yeah. Homeward bound, like home. the teeth, See, like the movie. movie. Like the yes. movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dogs rule, cats rule. <laughs> Sorry, Harry. Oh, uh, my yeah, my loser is uh, my loser is that's not your baby, lady, um, because uh. I feel like I might. I, like I feel like one day our paths might cross, and I might treat her poorly because of something. She like you know how there's some people like I hear these stories about um, women that are like on soap operas, and then they uh, they get attacked by their fans because they can't separate real life. I'm scared that like I'm scared that like one day like I'll be in a position like I'll I'll see her and like she'll be like uh, she'll be like late for a plane or something like that, and I could I could alert the person. I say oh there's one more person coming, and I just say oh close the doors. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Oh, Oh, good, because we give that we give that priority and prerogative to the people who answer. So you heard him, guys. You heard the passenger. Well, okay, maybe, okay so maybe, maybe, I'm in, maybe I'm in an elevator and I see her running towards the elevator and I'm jamming the door close button. Uh, Usually making eye contact. Uh, finally, cosmic justice. Yeah, Quinton? Um, my winner is Kevin, because he gets to cheat death twice in, yeah. like, what, like a one and a half day span mm-hmm. um, and his you know he gets home and his family is his whole family is like waiting for him there um, and, it's, and happy to see him and happy to see him not <laughs> yeah. like oh great this asshole yeah um, and uh, the loser uh, the park rangers of Jarden yeah cause, <sighs> cause they got fucking decimated <laughs> terrible tower defense mm-hmm. terrible <laughs> My winner is Tommy because he just like comes out of everything unscathed and unchanged and like he can just like insert himself into any situation and like it's never going to affect him in any sincere way and I like yep. oh god I want to I envy that asshole uh lose I feel like Tommy's apathy you're like oh if I could only be that apathetic <laughs> If I could be that much of a follower, Tommy Tommy is white privilege to Joel. He really is. (laughs) (laughs) Shows up anywhere and he gets a table. And uh, my loser is just like the entire unit uh, that is the Murphy family. Like, they were winning so hard at the beginning of the season and they're all just in shambles. Uh, my winner is Erica Murphy's tr- high school track coach because <laughs> uh, he he taught her well. They she uh, who knows taught taught her well. That was a great move. Loser is um, John Murphy's high school track coach. <laughs> um, not great. Maybe they're the same person. We needed to practice the yeah. pummel horse. Yes, it's a pummel. No, we're not. I'm not nobody's looking me in the eyes right now. <laughs> Looking at my stomach. Wait, why, does, John, why does your pen keep moving from side to side? I just want to put it in a different place. I, think it I have a pen. Sean, <laughs> my uh, winner is John Murphy because he keeps going from murder to attempted murder. I'm impressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 he just lower it. It's first degree. Yeah. yeah. Third degree, um, third degree. And my loser uh, third is. Third degree, you have to kill somebody. That's what I'm saying. It would have been a third degree if Garvey died because it wasn't premeditated. Yes, it was. He took him to a place with a gun. Yeah. 
Yeah. He could argue it's insanity. No, fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was coming right at me. And a loser. My loser is the guy at, on the tower in the center of town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because he wants to stick out as super crazy, and he can't now. Yeah. He's just another He could turn it into a Mad Max type thing if yeah. he wants to. I, he's, I'm just saying, he's going to wake up <laughs> and he's going to start singing Tweezer, and everybody's going to sing along. He's like, fuck this! <laughs> He just becomes a Moten Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll uh, that'll do it. Is this maybe this might be the last leftover it's, podcast. It of all could time. be the, the yeah. last one ever. Uh, it could be the last one for this uh, this season. We always say that we're going to do a couple here and there. Uh, I'm not going to make that promise this what time. John Buker, what's he up to? He still loves the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah follow him on Twitter. We'll see if they get renewed. Maybe we can reconvene, do a little bit of a recap. Uh, and uh, maybe go through anything he's written and discuss. Yeah. Um, Tony, give us a scoop. Renewed? <laughs> uh, let's. He was on the Better Call Saul podcast, right? John Buker. Buker? No. You no, know, John Buker was the. He writes the blog for HBO's blog on the leftovers. Really? Oh, and he, and he shouted really, us out. That's he right. shouted us out. He that. wrote. A, he wrote yeah. a couple nice articles. Uh, I confuse my people. I've never met. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, overall great season. Thank you guys for for doing it. Um, and then we'll just really close this out one last time, just saying what you've got coming up. Like in, in real life. Yeah. Plugs. Oh, plugs. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The only re- one thing I really want to plug is uh, December twenty third, Wednesday, December twenty third. Uh, at the Philly Improv Theater, we're doing a diversity jingle ball. Uh, we got a lot of great acts happening, and uh, after the uh, after the um, the slotted shows, there's going to be a jam where anybody can get up and do improv. Um, so it's a, again, it's a night celebrating all my brown folks, all my gay folks, all my all my old folks, all my women folk, and uh, we're gonna. That's uh, it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, every everybody's welcome. Uh, everybody's welcome to participate in the jam. Uh, come out. Come. Come have a little Christmas party with uh, with the Philly Improv Theater. <laughs> can I fight for? Uh, can I go back to back and fight for our listeners' attention? Uh, our listeners' uh, patronage. Yeah, Barbara come see uh, Barbara Bush, a bunch of women uh, doing comedy at the Secret Pants Show with Johnny Brenda's and Fish Town on December twenty third. I'm disappointed. I'm going to miss that. I miss it every single year because it's always on the twenty so third, and I always go to Indiana on the twenty second oh. to twenty third. Well, no. Uh, Competition for something you should go see on the twenty second of December. Uh, the 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 flannel chucks and uh, the flannel chucks and what the heck's the name of the other band? We're gonna be at Kung Fu Necktie. Uh, and no one else is doing anything at night. Tuesday, December twenty second. What do you got? I'm doing I like how both Jolie and Rob just totally jumped the line <laughs> over me. Um, if I could give my plugs. Um, what do you got, Quentin? I will also be at the uh, diversity uh, jingle jingle ball. Is that what we're calling? <laughs> we don't know. We're, yeah, um, yeah. Jingle bell rock. I don't know. Something Christmas diversity. Christmas, yeah, whatever. I will, <laughs> I will be Christmas. I will be, I'm really bad at branding. <laughs> I guess I can't do my plug. <laughs> um, yeah, I will. I will be at the diversity uh, jingle ball um, playing in American Express with David and a bunch of other uh, improvisers of color um, I you can also see me perform with my fit house team masher on Wednesday nights I believe this week will be in the nine o'clock block um, and that's all I got going right now 
Sean. My name is Sean Landis. I'm in a team called Rufus. We got a show this Friday at the Wussy Riot birthday party. And if you're in Baltimore, uh, next Saturday, December 18th, um, at, no, December whatever. When is that? Saturday's the 19th. 19th. The day before that, December 18th, uh, House of Solitude, a fantastic sketch duo, yeah. uh, is putting on a show at the playground through Philly Sketch Fest. Uh, I'm directing that show. Awesome. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Wait, what did Baltimore have to do with that? Oh, I'm Rufus is put, I'm a, in a show for, with Rufus, my improv team at the Charm City Comedy Project. Oh, that's cool. a good place. Zizmos? Sure. Zizmos, Charm City Comedy Project. That's He's fun. just led you to a place that is not real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. Am I going to get drugged? All right. And oh. for me, uh, this podcast and all the others, you can find at MikeMarbeck.com and on iTunes. Those cover Stark, uh, Stark Raven Mad covers Game of Thrones. Bloody Sunday covers uh, The Strain. Breaking Goodman covers Better Call Saul, which will be coming up soon. We're going to pick another show, um, probably with some of the same people, and uh, see what... Um, see, see what we got going on uh, and uh, we have the future at Philly Improv Theater which has David directed by me uh, we, have a sh- we have shows the next two Saturday nights uh, Slay Dead which is an improvised horror comedy I direct um, from the same group that did the improvised horror comedy Stay Dead it's Christmas version that is Friday December 18th at 8.30pm and uh, Study Hall is going to start plugging this early. Comes back in January, which is a really fun show, which mixes um, uh, lectures from area professors and improv scenes from uh, some pretty great uh, performers from around the city. Uh, David, you had something? Yeah, one last thing. Uh, last week, I uh, I put out the challenge. I said, get on your Twitter accounts, follow me, me personally at Philly D-Way, Philly D-E-E-Way. And a tremendous shout-out to at SumJohn401, who followed me. Danielle, thank you for the follow. I'm on Team Follow Back. I followed you back. Anybody else who follows me can expect the same treatment. Let's get David's numbers. Yeah, you can follow us. You can follow us at you can follow us at SRM Podcast. Uh, email us at uh, srmpodcast.gmail.com. And yeah, go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast if you made it this far uh, and you enjoy it. Uh, and we're still going to give that leftovers book. We'll do that uh, sometime this. We'll say that that runs until the end of the month. So go to iTunes, rate and review, and then tweet at us. Let us know who you are and uh, if. Uh, you win we'll we'll be in touch thanks everybody thank you guys for doing the show um bye Bye. 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 Baby.